0: Welcome to the From the Flats podcast, your destination for the latest in Georgia
1: Tech athletics. Now, here's your host, Wiley Ballard.
0: It's another episode, and we begin the month of June with a familiar voice to Georgia Tech fans, Roddy Jones, joining us. going to talk a little bit about ACC Network, as well as his thoughts on Georgia Tech football as they enter the 2019 season. A little later on, we'll hear from U.S. Open bound Golfer Noah Norton, a rising junior, who qualified as an amateur in next week's U.S. Open. But uh, Roddy, let's start with this
1: first off. Uh, how are you, and, and how's the summer months treating? You? Uh, I'm great. I am great. Uh, the summer months are are going well. It's the calm before the storm, if you will. Football season's on the horizon, so you know you're just trying to get everything in place so that once the uh, the news starts flying uh, hot and heavy, you can you can keep up. It's like drinking from a fire hose once camps open up. So um, it's been it's been fun though. Well the ACC network storm
0: makes landfall uh, August 22nd. What is the latest uh,
1: from where you sit as far as the ACC network? We're less than three months away. Well, I think the, the, the biggest thing is just excitement as the, as the announcements for who's going to be a part of it keep rolling out. Um, as we taped this uh, yesterday, EJ Manuel was announced as a studio analyst, um, joining Mark Richt and Eric McLean and Eric Wood and Mark Herzlich, myself, Wes Durham, Chris Cotter, Mark Packer. It's an awesome lineup of, of guys that are, uh, and, and ladies, and K- Kelsey Gramlich, um, sorry, I forgot her, um, that are that are going to be a part of this team. So uh, I, I'm, I'm just excited about getting in and starting to get to work. You know, there's still a lot of unknowns. The assignments will come out later this summer, and we'll, we'll figure out who's going to be where and doing what. But um, the, the biggest thing is just giving the ACC a platform to, to tell its story and, and really to showcase Ah, uh, the great programs, great schools, the academics, the traditions—just everything. Uh, I'm just, I'm, I'm pumped about that. Well, you mentioned the assignments are yet to be uh, released, or decisions yet
0: to be made, as far as where. Uh, everyone is going to be on a given week but let me at least ask you this have, have you put in a request to see if you can catch the yellow jackets either of those first two games uh, at clemson or usf both on acc network <laughs>
1: I've, I've dropped some hints that i'm that i'm uh, fairly familiar with the the, the programs that are going to be on there um so having uh, having obviously been a part of georgia tech having covered clemson um knowing coach collins and having covered him at, at at temple and you know he obviously recruited me to georgia tech uh and then obviously you know having gotten breakfast with just about every coach on the coaching staff uh i, I think i'm uniquely qualified to to uh, give some insight into this georgia tech program so I've, I've dropped that a couple of times but uh i don't know that they take that into account too much
0: well no one's going to be more prepared to take on a, a waffle house buffet and the uh, pre-broadcast uh breakfast so you got that covered yeah,
1: exactly exactly if you're if you're power ranking analysts and their familiarity with a waffle house uh waffle house menu you can put me right up there at the top and and feel pretty good about it at this point
0: well let's let, let let's talk about the time you spent uh at waffle house you know any different location across atlanta with all the new assistant coaches and coordinators and uh, all types of new personnel with georgia tech football i'm curious you know you've covered uh, college football nationally the last couple of years obviously very familiar with the acc has there been a trait or a characteristic that has continuously emerged uh, in each of your conversations? I know just this past week, uh, sat down with Marco Coleman, discussed uh, his journey to Georgia Tech. Is there anything that you, that you found any common threads between this staff?
1: Well, I think the fact that um, that they're all on the same page is something that's really exciting to see early in the uh, early in the development of a coaching staff. Uh, The excitement, the dedication, you can just see that there's a clear vision for this program, Uh, and that's something that's that's really been a common thread throughout all of the programs in the ACC as they've turned over coaches. The ones that have been successful, um, it it hasn't been a, hey, we're going to come in, it's going to be a quick fix right away. It's been a, all right, this is our clear vision and here's how we're going to execute it. And then you stick to the plan. So when I talk to this Georgia tech, uh, coaching staff, you can just see the clear dedication to things like recruiting, to the brand of Georgia tech, to really selling the benefits of Georgia tech, uh, to embracing the city of Atlanta, uh, the excitement uh, around technology and innovation. Um, and, and, and I think I said recruiting, but, but I, I wouldn't be, uh, I wouldn't be, um, off pace by saying it again like recruiting is (laughs) the lifeblood of of any college football program and coach collins says uh recruit or die you know if you're not recruiting then then you're then you're losing you're falling behind so so you can just see the the dedication to it the commitment to it uh and and we've gone through um i think we've gone through all of the coaches that that have that have been uh georgia tech players yes we've gone through all the all the coaches with georgia tech ties in the past and, and, and in those guys, especially, you can see that they, they love this place uh, and they are committed to making it really, really great. Well, it's got to make any Tech fan uh, feel
0: awfully confident in, in the future of this program in the long term. I'm curious, in the short term, going into the 2019 season, you've had a chance to catch up with those guys. I know Marco Coleman discussed he feel like the uh, defensive line unit has a lot of potential. What what other insights have you gleaned as far as the personnel and and, and the roster of this 2019 team
1: that, you know, maybe impacted how you view Georgia Tech uh, for this upcoming season? You look at a couple of position groups that I think Georgia Tech's going to have to lean on. uh, On offense, you you look at the running back position, I think there's a lot of talent there. Coach Choice feels like that as well. Um, And and because of the fact that this offensive line is going to be doing something that they haven't uh, as much in the past, uh, th- there may be some, some opportunities for running backs to have to make more plays at the line of scrimmage. And, you know, I listen to great offensive linemen, and they talk about just how long it takes to, to gel and come together and really perfect the craft and the little things. Uh, and, and running back is just a position that is easier to pick up right away. It's a lot about athleticism, reaction. Um, there's some understanding of blocking schemes, but, but the technique uh, isn't quite as important. Once you get the ball in your hands, you just make plays. Um, whereas the offensive line is much more intricate receiver. There's there's little nuances to it as well. So so I, I look at that position group as one that Coach Choice is excited about and, and Tech fans should be excited about as well. On defense, you look at safety. Um, uh, in talking to Nate Burton, I think he is really fired up about the versatility, the experience, and the playmaking ability that those safeties have. Wanye Thomas is a guy who has gotten rave reviews throughout the summer from the coaching staff, both as a leader, as an athlete, uh, and 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 as a football player at that safety position, so um, Trey Swilling as well at cornerback, he's one that his name has come up over and over and over. So um, those are guys that 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 I think uh, Tech fans can feel good about. But you know, th- this is this is this is going to be a tough start to the schedule for Georgia Tech. You've got Clemson obviously out of the gate. You've got uh, USF and Temple uh, in the first month. Um, those are. Two really good teams, USF and Temple, from a really good conference, the American. You got to come to play, but I would expect, um, you know, Coach Collins' team last year at Temple got off to a little bit of a rough start, and then went seven and one in the best group of five conference in the country. Being able to do that, beating a top twenty-five Cincinnati team, beating USF—that's that's a that's a tough that's a tough assignment. So this team is going to continue to get better over the course of the year, um, and I think the coaches know that this is going to be a process of getting to know each other. One of the things that's that's um, really undervalued is the familiarity that you get with the coaching staff uh, and how they make adjustments on the sideline, how to communicate with guys on the sideline, uh, and, and, and just how the flow of the game goes in terms of temperament with assistant coaches down on the sideline. Once those bullets start flying, you really don't know what you're going to get. And that's another part of the learning process over the course of this season. You know, how, how do I communicate with my assistant coach what I'm seeing? What's the best way to do that? What gets his attention? How does he communicate with me? Um, it, it just, just the entire flow of the game. That's something that's that's not talked about a lot because the adjustments on the sideline are huge. And you know, uh, over the course of my career, when we switched from Coach Munkin, who was my position coach my first two years, to Coach Lamar Owens, who was my position coach my last two years, that was an adjustment going from one to the other because we'd gotten to know the temperament of Coach Munkin. We'd gotten to know how to talk to him and what he was going to say. And 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 just how to communicate, the verbiage to use. It's different when you get a new coaching staff, and that communication during the game is a big part of it. So um, that'll be another part of the learning curve that they'll have to figure out early in the season.
0: Roddy, I think you hit the nail on the head. I mean, how often do we talk about quarterbacks and receivers working on their timing You know, and and getting their route just in the nick of time where you know where he's going to turn around and be looking for the ball already in the air? I think that type of rhythm and and ability to be in sync is – The same type of skill we're talking about between communicating uh, within a coaching staff, within an offensive uh, unit, defensive unit, so on and so forth. I'm curious, when you look at this schedule, as you said, it's a tough start. at Clemson It's not going to be easy, uh, going on the road a couple times there early. But the way the schedule is constructed is you have four home games in the month of November. So let's wrap up with this. When it gets to be November 1, and I know it's early we're looking way far ahead. But what are you looking for this Georgia Tech team to improve upon as the seasons or as the weeks go by and they get into the you know home stretch of their season? What needs to improve and, and what are you looking for in that final stretch?
1: Well, I think by the time you get to November, uh, what you're hoping is that the little things like um, uh, checking plays at the line of scrimmage, just the operation of the offense in terms of tempo and being on the same page, uh, the communication at the line of scrimmage, even the communication post snap. You know, if a quarterback sees something and a receiver is supposed to adjust a route, or or a blitz comes and a guy is supposed to hot route, you'd expect those things to be ironed out. As as tough as it is to start the season, uh, November is tough as well. You get a short turnaround before you have to play NC State, and then a, a long stretch before you play Georgia. I mean, that's a you get a college football team to start the college football playoff team from last year to start the season and you get a team that a lot of people are projecting to be in the college football playoff this year to end the season uh, obviously in georgia so the things that you want to see in november while you'd love to see a great record you'd love to see uh, them run the table in november as they get better what you're really looking at is are are, are is the team still missing assignments uh, you can understand some of that early in the season but when you get late in the season it's it's inexcusable uh is the communication is the operation does it look like guys have an idea uh, by this point of of how the team is supposed to operate, even bad teams can operate properly. Even teams that are struggling can operate properly. So those are things that that have nothing to do with the talent on the field. They have nothing to do uh, with the opponent. It's really you. Can you execute what you're supposed to do? And that's stuff that by the end of the year you should see uh, you should see ironed out. And I'm sure you will. I mean, like I said, the past couple of seasons I've gotten Coach Collins' teams late in the year, and they are well coached. They're disciplined they play really hard um and and they they fly around and have fun so i would expect to see the same thing with this georgia tech team so let's hope
0: the jackets are on top of their assignments and let's hope rodney jones gets some assignments to uh, swing by bobby Dodd stadium at least a couple of times here in 2019 Roddy, thanks so much for the time and look forward to talking to you soon hey man well, love talking to you i appreciate it all right next up we'll hear from rising junior noah norton from the golf team that is just Secured his invite to the 2019 U.S. Open over in Pebble Beach. What a story for Noah Norton. This is from the Flats. We are pleased to be joined by rising junior Noah Norton of the Georgia Tech golf team who just earned his invitation to the 2019 U.S. Open in Pebble Beach near Monterey, California after qualifying this past week in Ball Ground, Georgia. And Noah, you're a rising junior. Uh, you still got uh, some years in college left, but what does this mean? to earn your spot in your first ever major field 2019 U.S. Open as an amateur? Uh, It's huge. I mean, I'm
2: from Northern California, so to be able to qualify for the U.S. Open and have it close to my home is just more than I can ever ask for and uh, really a dream come true because you always uh, grow up and think about playing in these big tournaments, and uh, to get to play one at Pebble Beach is just amazing.
0: 180 miles away from your hometown of Chico, California. Now you went and saw the US Open about 10 years ago in 2010? I did. Yeah. Um. So 180
2: miles is a ways, but there's not much around Chico and there's, there's real no big courses. So that's about what's backyard for me when it comes to major championships. I think the only other closer is closer sight was uh, the Olympic club in 2012 but I went down in 2010 and uh, watched I think two days and watched Graham McDowell end up winning on the 18th and just remembered thinking like this is this is the place I want to come play someday and uh, just amazing to have that come true.
0: When did you learn that the U.S. Open was going to be held uh, in 2019 uh, at Pebble Beach and and did you have it in mind once you knew that this is something I could shoot for?
2: Yeah um, actually I bought a I used to, I collect yardage books and, uh, I bought one at that tournament in 2010. And uh, it said, again, they'll be hosting it in 2019. And, uh, I immediately saw that. And I was like, I'll be 20 then. And, uh, by then, hopefully I'll be good enough to play in one of these. And I, it was always marked in my mind as a US open I wanted to play in. So ever since that tournament, I always, I actually left that tournament and told my dad that I'm going to play in the U S open in 2019. And, uh, what do you know?
0: And that, and that was as an 11-year-old you said that?
2: Yeah, I, I've always had some <laughs> uh, pretty strong dreams, and uh, I've been a very positive guy all my life, so I always shoot
0: for the stars and it works out
2: sometimes, you know?
0: Well, I, w- I want to segue because obviously, you know, you had, you had a, a pretty clear vision of where you wanted to be in 2019 at a very young age. But as I understand it, uh, being a student at Georgia Tech wasn't a part of that vision. And so it wasn't. how did you end up at Georgia Tech uh, over 2,000 miles away from home? Um, it's kind of a funny story because I never really knew uh, the process
2: or the journey that I was going to go through. I never had any specific plans necessarily uh, I knew I wanted to play college golf somewhere I didn't know where I didn't know where my game was gonna be I just knew where I wanted to end up and uh, what happened was I wanted to stay on the west coast in my recruiting and uh, there are some schools out there that I really liked and I always grew up loving Stanford and and Cal and and what was funny was I, I was getting close to committing to one of the two and uh, I was getting down the road in that recruiting process and Kind of last minute, I kind of heard about Georgia Tech and came out here not really expecting much because I had kind of had my mind set on where I was going to go. Loved it immediately. Uh, it's the atmosphere I wanted. I loved coach. I loved how he how he held himself and what he demands from players. And I loved the atmosphere with the players. I stayed, uh I think, one night with the guys. And and then again, you have the facilities that are just top notch. I mean, you you can't really beat them. You get to Practice at a facility that's on campus, and then you got get to play at East Lake, and uh, Golf Club of Georgia. Once I came here, the 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 decision was pretty clear, and I actually committed the day I got back.
0: So, no, with that, with, with that in mind, what have you learned uh, since arriving at Georgia Tech? Whether that be on the course or off the course in the classroom, what's been the biggest uh, area of growth for you since you've arrived a couple years ago? Well, there's been a, a couple different things.
2: I was uh, pretty immature coming in. And I, I like to think I've matured a little bit. I was a little sloppy, and I've gotten more organized over my time. Uh, those are the things that Coach always wanted me to focus on. I kind of had to find myself a little bit. That process was extensive for me. I always knew what I wanted to do, but I didn't always know how I wanted to do it and what else I wanted to do along with the golf. Now I've really found something that stays true to myself and who I am. And I think Georgia Tech really tests you because you have class, you have tough classes, you got tough schedule and and tough, just tough conditions and really forces you to get better. And I enjoyed it a lot.
0: And another thing Coach Heppler talks about, uh, you know, those challenges kind of force you to uh, get closer with your teammates. Obviously, Ty Strafacci, a year older than you, he was in the U.S. Open last summer. Have you spoken to him about it at all and what his experience was like? Of course, different course, different circumstances, but uh, the same event.
2: Yeah. Yeah. we talked last year, actually, the week after he finished, we we played the Northeast together, and uh, I asked him a lot about it and his experience. And uh, I mean, he's he's an awesome guy. I mean, one of the best teammates you can have. And uh, we talked about it, and he had already played one PGA event, so he's he's been through it twice now. And uh, just getting to hear it from him and someone that you play with every day, it's kind of cool to
0: just to see what it's like and to hear what he thinks of it. So Noah Norton will be playing in the U.S. Open 2019. That is starting on June 13th out of Pebble Beach. And Noah, you spent obviously the majority of your time here in Atlanta the last couple of years. What's one thing you're looking forward to uh, getting back uh, over in California where your hometown? Um,
2: It's good to see my family. And uh, I've, I've gotten so many texts the last couple of days. It's, it's just amazing. Uh, just people who you don't hear from much, but are always checking up on you and it's just amazing how many people are just so supportive and you really can't ask for much more and being from a small town uh it's just amazing and i got to, i get to see a lot of them a couple of them are making the trip down and uh just could not be more appreciative of everybody there and everybody here too i mean it's amazing how many people here are, have come up to me and congratulated me it's just it's just pretty incredible the the support you have um around
0: you that you really don't know about of all those texts that you've received and sent, have any of them been a I told you so to your dad when he told him you played in the US Open nine years ago? Uh, the <laughs> first call I made after I played, I
2: called him right after I signed my scorecard. I called him and he, he was really excited. And uh, the last thing I told him too after we just moved in, he just left and he was talking to me about qualifying. And I said, Don't worry, I'll see you at Pebble. And then that's the first thing he said. And then he said, and you said it to me when I, you were 10 too. Uh, he was just laughing about that
0: because I was telling him all this time and it came true. Wow. Well, no, that's, that's such an exciting story. And I, I know you mentioned having support you didn't even know about. I think it's safe to say that, uh, all of the Georgia tech fans will be eagerly watching uh, not only you, but Ollie Schneider Jans, Roberto Castro, Matt Kucher, and Hadley, uh, all of you, uh, next week at Pebble beach for the U.S. Open. appreciate the time. And, uh, Soak it up, man. This is this has got to be an incredible experience. Yeah, thanks for having me. I, I really appreciate it. I want to thank everybody out there who's listening. All right. Well, Noah, thanks for your time. Uh, that's Noah Norton. And again, thanks for joining us. You've been listening to the From the Flats podcast. Be sure to tune in to the Georgia Tech IMG Sports Network on game days for live coverage. And subscribe to this channel to get the latest news on the Yellow Jackets.